Hey, welcome to Her Restored Spirit Podcast. My name is Tammy, and in this episode, I share a little bit more about this the path that I've been on over the last nine years. I share a little bit more about my why, and I really want you put yourself in my place. Put your your own possibilities and look at your own hope and the opportunities in your story and allow God to whisper what your next step is. And if you want to share it with me, send me a DM on Instagram or send me an email and share me what share with me what God is telling you. What that kind of almost exciting scary step may be and give yourself permission to heal. I hope that you take this episode and really just let it sink into your heart. Let's do this. Hi friend, I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse, or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom, and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope, a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Hey, welcome to Her Restored Spirit Podcast. Today, I'm going to take a step back from what I have been doing. And I realized, for one, is I just went over 8,000 downloads. That means 8,000 times people have downloaded and listened to my podcast and listened to what I have to say and share my story, share my, the things that I've been through, the share the, the tips and the tricks and well, just 8,000 times you have shown up for me and I just want to say thank you. And it had me thinking about what is the purpose of this podcast? What is the purpose of what I do? And what makes me different? And how do I want to show up for you? What do I want to share with you? Because really, I'm not doing this to hear myself speak. I do listen to all of my podcasts as I'm editing them. But it's not for me. I do it because I want you to know that there is more for you. And I wanted to share, I I had this aha moment today as I was working on my Instagram, which uh, my business profile has been put on Instagram jail for I don't know what reason, but there I can't comment, I cannot post for another four days. I honestly, I have no idea why, but hey, what can you do? And one of the things that I really want you to to know, what I think 
is different about me and the other quote unquote grief coaches, which you know that I'm not a grief coach. I'm not a grief counselor. I am actually a healing coach. I'm, I've decided, I decided a long time ago that life and grief are not mutually exclusive. That life does not stop when grief starts. And the other side is grief does not have to stop when life starts. You get to choose to heal. And what is it that helps some people seem to heal faster than others or easier? And I put that in air quotes. And it's all about our thoughts. It's all about the way we see ourselves. That's one of the reasons why whole self-care is so important to me is because you are worthy to be taken care of. If you have a broken spirit, whether it's because you're a widow, whether it's because you're divorced, whether it's because you are a mom and you've lost your your sense of who you are, you've lost your identity in the title mom, whether it's in business, you've driven yourself so deep into it that you don't know who you are, or simply because life has been pushing you along and you recognize one day that you're not the same person you were. And you ask yourself if you're really living. And I asked myself that a while ago. I asked myself, what does really living look like for me? And today I asked that same question and I realized that I love my life. I love my family. I love my friends. I love where I'm living. I love the choices that I make. I love what I get to do. I love talking with you and helping you see the possibilities in your own story. I love it. It brings me life. It brings me joy. But that doesn't mean that I also don't struggle. It also doesn't mean that I don't get stuck on what other people think or that I that things come easy or that every choice I make is the right choice or that I don't want to scream most nights or that I don't cry in my closet. It doesn't mean any of that. It doesn't mean that I don't love my husband. It doesn't mean that I don't miss him. It doesn't mean that by healing, I have to set down my grief. Did you know that you don't have to set down your grief in order to heal? You don't have to set down your grief in order to live. You get to learn how to live through your grief. And you also get to learn how to grieve through your life. And grief, from my perspective, is loss. Loss of my husband. But whatever has broken your spirit, even if it's a loss of a dream, loss of a child, loss of any part of you that you are grieving, 
You don't have to set that down to live the life that you want to live. You don't have to set that down to be able to look in the mirror and say, you know what? I love the woman in front of me. And you may think, wow, that, that's not something that I can't say that. That's too hard. And I thought that for a really long time. And then I started to look at what it really took to heal and who God made me to be and what God says about me. And for a long time, what I had to do is I had to look in the mirror and I had to force myself to say, God really loves the woman who's standing in front of me. God loves the woman who I'm looking at. God loves her. He is proud of her. He uses everything for good around her. He doesn't cause harm. He restores her. He gives her strength. He he is the comforter that she needs. And I say all this, not for you to say, well done, Tammy. Yay, you've made it. It's really to tell you that this is a struggle. This is a daily struggle, but it gets easier. And I also want to tell you this because you're worthy of this too. You can choose to live your life. You can choose to be happy and to be joyful and to embrace what life has for you while carrying your grief with you because there's no way, there's no possible way I can ever set down the memories and the gifts and the life that I had with my husband. There's no way. And the more that I heal, the more that I'm thankful for that. And the more that I realize I don't have to set that down in order to pick up something else. To live a restored life, to have a restored spirit. And I will say that this is a process. It is not finished. I am not finished. And I thank God every day that I'm not finished that he's still working in me. He's showing me new things. He's teaching me. He's growing me. And I just, I love him so much for it. And that's what I want for you. This is why I do what I do. This is why I started this podcast. It's not, again, not to hear me speak. If you know me, you know that I I love talking one-on-one. I love connecting with you. I love hearing your story, and I love to encourage you. I don't really like to talk into big groups, or I should say I didn't. More and more, as I'm stepping into who God's called me to be, I'm really that some of the things that I was most fearful of are the areas that he's calling me to, to enter. The reason why... I started coaching. The reason why I started therapy and the reason why I started coaching is because I see that you're hurting. I feel you hurting and I don't want you to hurt anymore. I want to show you that you can live a life of joy and purpose and you can carry 
the circumstances with you, but your circumstances and the trials and the things that have been done to you and around you and, and things that you've been through, allow them to shape you, but don't let them dictate who you are. Allow them to become part of your story, but they don't get, they don't deserve to be your story. Your story is being written every day. You're adding more. My daughter, my daughter, um, (laughs) she came to me the other day and she's like, mom, did you know that your alarm is your theme song? I was like, what? What do you mean? She goes, yeah, your alarm is your theme song because it's the first thing that plays before every episode. So you better make it a good one. And it took me a second. And then I realized that she's right. Every day is another episode of your life. And you can choose for it to continue the way you were yesterday, a to-be-continued two-parter, or maybe a hundred-parter. Or you can choose to wake up and live your life in a completely different way, in a way that values you and the people around you. You can decide, you can wake up and you can write your story in a completely different way. You can choose friends who build you up and encourage you. Or you can stay with the friends who keep you exactly where you are. You can make the choices to live in fear, to feel stuck, to be so immobilized that just time passes. Or you can decide that you're going to do something. It doesn't matter what it is, that you're just going to do something. And then when you do that, you get the opportunity to do something else. When I started this business, I I thought that, well, I knew, I knew that God was calling me to help, help restore women's lives. And really, it's not me doing any restoration. There is nothing that I have to say that hasn't been said before. King Solomon said that. And the pressure is released by that. But there's been many times that I hear something over and over, and then somebody says something in a different way, and it completely clicks. So I'm assuming that's why you're here, because something has resonated with you. Something about restoring your spirit, something about allowing God to to heal your heart and live excites you. Just the possibility, even if you're not quite ready for that full, to embrace that full statement, even if you're not quite ready to look in the mirror and tell yourself that you love her, maybe you're not quite ready to look in the mirror and tell yourself that God loves you. But let me do it for you. Let me tell you how much God loves you because he really does. He loves you so much that he created you. He made you just the way you are, and there's no one like you. And the other part about that is the world needs you. I need you to be you. 
Your family needs you to be you. Your friends, people you haven't even met yet, people who will hear your story five years from now, they need you. And they need to hear what you're going to have to say and how you've healed. Because they're going to be right where you are right now. And they're going to need a friend who understands. Why did I start this this business? Why did I go into this arena? And why is am I so passionate about it? And why does it really fuel me? And I'm telling you, the amount of studying and the amount of time that I spend on this subject and listening to what you're needing and listening to your stories and hearing and God just whispers, tell her that I love her. And God whispers, show her how she can heal. And I will tell you, I haven't done it perfectly. I am still working at working it out. I mean, having a teenage son as a single mom is no joke. Having a daughter who is entering the teenage years as a single mom is no joke. She's an Enneagram 4, people. Help me out, please. The emotions are deep, and then they run even deeper because she feels them so deep, and they never end. But do you ever feel like there's more? The moment that I got the news about my husband... God put you on my heart. And that's not, that's not, um, I don't even know how to explain how that is. That very moment. And I will tell you, and I'm going to share with you just, I haven't shared this before about how God prepared me for that moment. And how this, I looked back even a, a week after And saw how God had been preparing me for my husband, for me to lose my husband, for my husband to go to heaven way before me for years, even before my husband was my husband, he was already preparing me for this. And I really don't think it had a lot to do with me. What it did have to do with me was that it was a way for me to make God really real in my life. It was a way for God to show up and take care of my every need, my, and through, through words, through other people, through actions. Like there's so many ways he practically took care of me. And a lot of it is through you. A lot of it is through, and you know who you are. But the moment that I heard the news about my husband, God whispered to my heart that this is going to be hard, but that he would, that he was there with me and that everything is used for good. And then there's purpose in pain, that this was not just for me because I think that it would be wasted. This, this wisdom, this, this insight, this compassion, really that's it. The compassion that he gave me through this grief process. He meant me to use it for you. He meant for him, for he is using it for you through me. 
And I'm along for the ride and I'm willing and I'm trying my hardest to be obedient. And so as I wrap this up today, because this is longer than I expected it to be, and I still didn't even share everything that's on my heart. But as I wrap this up today, I want to share with you again that healing is a choice, but you don't have to choose grief or life or grief and healing or life is really, and this grieving process is really a yes and. Yes, I'm grieving, but I also get to live. Yes, my heart was broken, and yet God gets to, he gets to mend it. Yes, the thing that you went through shook you to your core. But God gets to build your core up and show you how it's being used for good. So what in your life can be used for good? How can you hold on to what you've been through and still have a glimpse? And I'm not asking you to dive in yet. I will. I'm going to get you there. I promise you. Because God promises you. It's not me, it's him. But if you actively work against it, if you actively stop the healing process, he's not going to force his way in. He's not going to reveal the next step if you're not ready for it. So sometimes releasing that, releasing and just allowing him to speak openly in your heart and give you a little whisper of encouragement and love and to show you that the healing process is not easy and there's some some ways that it hurts a lot but there's also so many ways that it's such a beautiful experience i would not give anything to take this journey away i would not give anything to miss out on how I experienced God through this journey. Nothing. And if that meant I have to go through the heartbreak and heartache and trials and hardships and tears all over again, I would do it. But you have to let God heal you. You have to stop actively fighting against it and surrender to the fact that you You don't have to put down your grief to live. You simply have to choose that you are worthy of a life worth living. And this life, just remember, your circumstance does not get to dictate your story. Your circumstance is not the center of the story. You get to decide. You get to craft your story with God. And how amazing is that? And I can't wait to meet with you next week. And hopefully I'll be off of Instagram jail here soon. Actually, by the time this comes out, I should be off Instagram jail. But if I'm not, then you'll know why. But I'd love to hear your story. I'd love to hear if you are ready to just stop fighting for grief. Just stop fighting to hold on to your grief so tight that healing can't, you can't even fathom what healing may look like. 
And it's never too early. It's never too late. It's never too late. Even if you've been grieving for 15, 30, 40 years, it is not too late to live a life of purpose and of joy. So this is your permission slip. This is the prompt. If you've been needing a sign from God, if you've been praying for a sign, this is it. This is it. He is tapping you on the shoulder and says, sister, actually he's saying daughter. I'm saying sister. Daughter, this is your time. Don't waste one more moment praying you can heal and hoping for healing to come, but fighting against it. This is the time. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. I hope that it hit you a little differently today. And and I realized I talked about myself a lot. And that was just to show you a little bit about my journey. I also, when I was editing, I realized that I didn't go into more reasons how I can see God prepared me. And that I think is something that I will start to do in the future, tell you a little bit more, share about that that journey, because I'm with the hopes that you can look back at your life and see how God has been preparing you for this moment. But I have a favor to ask. Okay, so the reason why I was put into Instagram jail is because engagement on my account has gotten bigger, has gotten increased over the last couple of weeks, which is awesome. So do me a favor. Take a screenshot of this podcast episode and put it in your stories and tag me. And let's show Instagram that it's not just me, that it is that it is legit, that the engagement has increased. And yeah, just if you could do that for me, and I would appreciate it. And I will tag you back. I will put you back in my stories too. I just learned how to do that. So um, yeah, take a screenshot, put in your in your stories, write something that stuck out to you. Send it to a friend. If this if this episode, if you know a friend who needs to hear it, if they need that permission slip and they need to know that it's okay to both grieve and heal at the same time, please send this to them. Share the episode, share the podcast, and let's grow together. Let's do this and let's em- embrace the change and embrace what God's doing because he wants his people, he wants his daughters to live a life, a full and beautiful life. All right, I will catch you next week. Bye for now.